Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Bob Sansevier, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. We'll schmooze about oh, racial slurs and high school bands and many other oh, things. What did I call you now? <laughs> God. Sensitive flower. It starts with a C. Uh oh. <laughs> but I don't know what I don't know what it could be. We'll find out right after this Caucasian? Tom Bernard Show. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. And let the birthday countdown begin. It's not the birthday countdown. It's Doug Sprinthal's birthday. Well, but then it's yours, which is you're more important than Doug. Oh, is that right? I'm a more important than than Mr. So are, are you a birthday month guy, birthday week, birthday day, birthday minute? It used to be a birthday century. Now it's down to <laughs> the week. Why do we use the week? I didn't even mention my birthday. No, well, that's what I'm saying. It used to be that it was like a monumental event. I was, I was talking to Brittany's fiance, Justin. I met him yesterday at the game with Bill Ski. So he does exist. Handsome kid. He's too. real. He is a handsome yeah. kid. Not very nice guy too. Good. But he I'm glad for I her. forgot that he would not know the line that I repeated to him. And he looked horrified at first after because I had never met him. Mm-hmm. So she brings me in and he goes, Tom, I want to introduce you to my she didn't call him fiance, she called him something else. My boyfriend or whatever, Justin, and I said, "Okay, do you know the one rule, right?" And he goes, "No, what rule?" And I said, "You be nice to her. Or I'll do some damage to you. You won't walk away from." And he got this horrified look on his face. <laughs> but I thought somebody that young doesn't know true romance. He didn't realize that that was a love peck from you. That's <laughs> a love peck for me. Yeah. But so I I tried to be really because it was his birthday yesterday. He's another one. <laughs> he pooped his pants. For his <laughs> he, birthday. He, he had this horrified look in his face, like, I suppose. Somebody that was never a, met. It might be a little weird to say that to somebody you've never met. Well, I don't I meant know. It. it wasn't weird. I meant it. I <laughs> thought you were going to invoke the Fitz line. Whatever you do to her, I'm, I'm going to do, do to you. you. Except the only, yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah, that all works out in the end. But no, he's a very nice guy, very smart guy, I handsome don't like young guy. visual devil. either. No. <laughs> she got a smart guy, too. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the well. It had to be some kind of balance in the relationship. <laughs> oh, Brittany. poor Britt, 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 Britt takes a punch. I'm happy. No for doubt her. about it. Yes, I am too. I'm happy for everybody. Have we been invited to the wedding? 
Or are we babysitting? It's going to be family only. Okay, and then we're babysitting. No, we're not. It's going to be family only. Uh, well, she's Alex pretty close invited. to. She's probably the she maid. Is? She's one of the maids of honor, I bet. I didn't um, know she was. Because her sister would be the probably the matron of honor. Hey, just don't stir the pot. I'm very happy not being invited to any uh, event. You right and now. weddings. I don't I'm know out what every it is. night. I was out Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. I'm going out tonight. Oh, you poor thing. Wednesday, you have an active Thursday, social Friday. life, yeah, doing fun things. Yeah, most people out. get up at four in the morning, don't have active social lives. That's all I'm saying. Get off the cross, please. Get to cross. Okay. <laughs> How are you dealing with him being so much happier these days? I didn't notice. Well, he was talking about when, it this morning. He is happier. He's I'm in a much, much better mood than I was. Happier than when? Than before. When is this market occasion that I have not we'll go noticed? Go with that a few months <laughs> ago. You know, if you were ever at home, you might notice. <laughs> Here we go. God. Instead of abandoning me every week like you're going to right after Vegas again. Are you going to Vegas, Bob? Yeah. Well, you are. Okay. Yeah. I'm great. there for the 24-hour shift. <clears throat> It's a 24 hours. Are you going Thursday and leaving Friday? Yeah, that's everyone is. I They're thought, coming Thursday and leaving Wednesday, Friday. Yes. I thought Wednesday was something. No, there's only Why a few going on Wednesday. This? I think all of us are going. Everyone that well, I know on the show, Brittany and I are going in. We're on a flight Thursday, and we come back Friday night. After Basically, we have to take our luggage right to the, the show and just, well, just head out after change, that. Just, just don't change clothes or brush your teeth. Just <laughs> sleep well, we're going Wednesday. Uh, there must be advertisers out there or something. I think, I'm going to Wednesday. Could be. I think there's a dinner. Well, the Thursday night is. Thursday night, yeah. Yeah. I thought there I was one on Wednesday, too. I think Wednesday we're going too. to Doc and Anthony's or whatever. Vic and Anthony's. You're wow, gonna, that's I think good. that's Friday night. You'll see me with the smallest know. bag I've ever carried. Exactly. Yeah. One pair of underwear. I actually, you know what? I worked with a guy. When I, when I covered <laughs> the Giants lucky. in Jersey, we would go for like a, we'd leave on Saturday and come back Monday. The guy had, it was like a, not even a computer bag, like a, you know, just a little Thing about this, a valise, valise, is that what you call valise, it? Valise, yep. All right, like that, that's all he had. He had a toothbrush and a new pair of underwear, wore the same shirt and pants. There you oh, go. No. We leave One... on Thursday. I thought we left on Wednesday. They nope. told me Wednesday. Well, I Thursday at 4, right? I have an email from her, Thursday at 4. Oh, so we're all on the same flight. So we yeah. we leave here Thursday at 4. We leave Minneapolis at so 4. So we get in and go right to dinner. Right to a listener dinner. Right to the, yeah. Oh, God. Tom right. used to be happy. Yeah, I was happy until that. Well, if you want them to change it to Wednesday, why would you want to stay another night? No, here's what I want. <laughs> they are going to understand this is the last trip I'm taking to Vegas. As if long as you live. No, I don't have anything against Vegas. It's just we've done it for 18 years. It's enough of that. We're now going to Florida or I'm not going. That's just how it is. Plus, the weather's better in Florida anyway. Well, we can have fun without him, Bob. <laughs> no, I'm going. I'm going to the one because it was not Bobby and Steve's Auto World co-sponsors of it, and Bill Ski and yeah. all those people, and then uh, Steve from Saber is going to go for one. But yeah, if we went somewhere in November, somewhere in Florida in November, and then somewhere in Florida probably February because February sucks. Did you? Did you just pull it out of the Punta, Punta Cana still on the docket? Nope. Not a chance. After what they did to our listeners last yeah, year, I would well, never that go back was, there. Well, that wasn't that wasn't the hotel. That yes, was, it was. Oh, they screwed up everything. Oh, and we couldn't get out. Yeah, man. yeah. The oh, flights yeah. were Weren't a you disaster. There? Yeah, I was there. We couldn't get out. You couldn't get out. How did I get? Oh, because I was flying to Miami. That's why. Yep, you took a different. No, I, actually, I think it was the airline's fault. Not the, the hotel. No, it wasn't the hotel. No, yeah, well, no, I think it was, it was the, the airline. It was the airline. It was the airline. Yeah, I think you're right. And there were there was one group that got out, and the uh, my group didn't. Yeah. Oh, one group did get did out. You, yeah. How long did you have to stay? Overnight at some uh, dump. You had to stay overnight. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we didn't oh, get out until the next day. I heard that place was terrible. It was horrible. Too. It was all spring break kids. Oh, oh God. yeah, because yeah. I vomit everywhere. Try to tell them. Don't listen to me. Never listen to me. Including at the buffet. No, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, when you're in Vegas, you can. What is that place called? The Grove. The Grove. Yeah, you can just pot it up. Just hang out there. That's what I'll do. Because you won't Hard be able to take your hat. your medicine with you. No, so. I, know. I know. So at least yeah, you have that alternative. So even if you've got a medical card, you <clears throat> can't travel with because it. it's considered nope. federal airspace. It's federal mm-hmm. airspace, yeah. And it's not federally but legal. You know what? Would, would they actually throw you in jail, or would they just confiscate your? Oh yeah, it's a your, felony. Well, it, they would. I think it's like a three thousand dollar fine. Oh, I think they may really? just fine you oh, and confiscate well, your medicine. Than tires on a car. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I, I've been. You need to, if you haven't already, because you're taking the thing with this with, that has THC. Yeah. Check to see if you could do your carry when you're taking that. 
Because you don't want to get you're carried from. You, you want to make sure you're not carrying a gun when you're taking that. I don't know if you can if you're taking something with THC in it. No, I understand. I think you, they do revoke your permit. Oh well, right. not revoke. You just can't use it when you 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 have the permit, but you if you're taking it, you have to be careful. Oh yeah, you yeah, know I understand. Oh that. yeah, okay. most of what I take is CBD anyway. Mary swear she started after that. I said we, you need to try this. She swears by it now. Yeah. It's helped her with rheumatoid arthritis. The CBD oil? Yeah, that guy you saw is the president of the Minnesota Hemp Growers. Which guy? The guy in the hallway with me. Why don't you introduce? I, me, tr- you I, I said that's Tom. I said let's go, and then I didn't know where you went. I, did you go down? You must have hopped in the elevator. No, so, I went down. So I was you're saying he can steps. get a discount? Oh yeah, we'll work it out. He it, actually. What's his name? Uh, John Strophus. Strophus? Yep. He's, uh, he's, he's What's that? Strophus? Strophus. Yeah, Strophus. Yeah, we're also going to, I think at the end of this month, we're going to have somebody in from the dispensary that we go to mm. um, just yeah. to kind of help people with Is the process. Is it Brian? I can't remember. It might be Brian. I'm not sure. I can't Brian's remember. Brian's a great guy. They're all really nice people. Yes, there. they're very, and they're very, um, I thought... I, the only dispensary I ever went to, I didn't go to any of the ones in Vegas, and I went in with Tom in uh, Colorado, and I, it was kind of felt creepy. So mm-hmm. the process. Yeah. But in, in Vegas, you could go to the Grover one of them and get the exact same thing you're getting here without a doctor's permit. Yes. Yeah, because it's incredible. recreational there. But you oh. can't travel with it though. You can't bring it back here. Mm-mm. No, you cannot. But no. I could bring CBD stuff back here. Yes, you, you could. could. Okay. You can as long as there's no THC in it. Yeah, yeah. but there is. Yeah, there is a different between the medical and the recreational. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I have to ask everybody's advice and opinion on this. So I take 100 milligrams of trazodone, uh, one small pill of Welbutrin. I don't know how many milligrams that is, but it doesn't look like very many. So I take trazodone, I take one trazodone, one Welbutrin. Yeah. You shouldn't. Why? Because you're already agitated. Mm -hmm. I thought Welbutrin made you sleep. No, it's no. an antidepressant. That's it's what a, they use for people to quit that's smoking. That's what's giving me the headache, then. Probably not, but... yes. Oh, yes, it is. It's giving me a screaming headache. Common side effects include trouble sleeping, agitation, oh, and headaches. Well, yeah. Why yeah. Are, you t- are you sure you're taking Wellbutrin? I guarantee but you I am. don't just go off taken. of it, though. No, I, no. I already backed off a half of it. Well, it, it, did it coincide with when the headache started? When yes. you started well, that I didn't, just didn't know what it was, because I take... Trazodone, Wellbutrin, and the no, you just and the no, he needs a found it somewhere. I don't get so it. Found what? The medicine. No, Doctor Paul gave it to me. Oh, yeah, I, can, I can't take Wellbutrin because well, I, I can't have, either. Apparently, I have a seizure disorder, and that's what yeah. caused me to have a seizure, yeah. and that's how I found out I had a seizure. Wellbutrin dis- caused you to have a seizure. Oh, if you take too news. much of it, you that's can have weird, a seizure. Because that's exactly how I feel. Like something's gonna pop in my head. Yeah, I oh, would. That's not good. Well, I'm glad we talked about it today. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's Wellbutrin is the same as Chantex, what they use for oh, people Chantix, yeah. to quit smoking. Chantix, yeah. It's the same medication. Ish. They just had to label it differently, I think, for insurance purposes. So you think I should double up my trazodone, trazodone and then? No. Have you thought oh. of trying you just talk to a doctor? Just the CBD. I did. He's the one who gave me the Wellbutrin. Just do the CBD and the other. Mary has a friend who started using the CBD after she. Posted something, mm-hmm. just, not the THC, just the CBD. She's gone off of every other med for pain because she got thrown by a horse and she oh, was in yeah, horrible pain. Yeah. But now the CBD is working for her. So it, that's what's giving me that screaming headache. I mean, it's the most severe headache I've ever the had. The CBD without THC. Yes. See, I take. She's not taking. So you can just take that. You could just buy that at Whole Foods, right? I have I bought about it Whole before, Foods. and it didn't do anything to me. Well, some but, people yeah. it, it may not. She was. She started with the gummies. And now she's using a tincture. Under That's the what I have, the tincture. But see, mine it's has a tincture. 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 T i n c t u r e. Most people say tincture, so I was going with the flow. I got your tincture right here. Here's a tincture for you. I use the the indigo CBD oil, which does have THC in it. I can't say that word. It's one of those words I just can't. No, we're making fun of Bob, not you. Well. Uh, but <laughs> well, well, um, well. You, I, I, so you use your tincture. Yeah, I. Tincture. Well, yeah, it's it's. I call it Listerine because it burns in your mouth like Listerine. Oh. But um, really, Sounds yeah, fun. a little bit because it's alcohol based. Oh, uh, oh, they've got one, two, three. They've got five different types. Uh, one is CBD only, and then it's increasing amounts of THC. Here's what I that's learned. What, that's what they legalize pot. When you get the CBD of like <clears throat> 60 milligrams, you're mm-hmm. pretty much CBD only. You get to that 100 milligram CBD, you got THC in it. 
Really? And, and likely really? the higher oh, the concentrate. Because there's little traces yeah. in the lower. I think 0. 0.3 or 0.03 but they is the They don't sell allowed. that over the, con- the counter, do they? Uh, if it has any THC in it above an amount that's I think, so small that it might as well not have any, is it then the 0.3 don't. or 0.03 is the threshold. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. It's it basically, if there's so little that you could drink a gallon of it and not even feel it before you die... Mm-hmm. Of drinking a gallon of something. Well, I'm glad I found then, that one was giving me a headache. Because I started taking CBD, but it's not an oil. It's like a powder in a capsule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something else in it. But I, it ju- some... I just bought it at like Whole Foods. Yeah. For because my my hands are check the milligrams. The how much 20, is it? Twenty milligrams. Well, that's not bad because ten is like the really light. Well, that's they like said a to take thing. it take start low because it can cause like gastric problems and blah 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 here's my wife yeah there, there i am now, <laughs> there i am right there but if you right there. if you go with the tincture under the tongue tincture. it's like mainlining it because yeah. it gets the it gets into your system much quicker it does yeah, yeah. that's why they chose that for me because of my okay. crohn's disease because i have such poor absorption if i were to take the capsules i wouldn't be getting oh okay i wouldn't or be absorbing what i need she could take it as an enema I don't want to do no, that. Yeah, I'm perfect. not doing that, Bob. Oh, good. Why don't you take the CBD and shove it up? <laughs> um, where the sun don't shine, where baby. the sun don't shine. I'm glad I talked to you about that because I, I, I didn't know what... Because I just started taking it again a couple of months ago, and that's when I started getting screaming headaches. Yeah. Well, it basically... Um, Increases the amount of adrenaline in your system. Why would I want that to sleep? That's why I'm wondering why Makes you're on no it. Did you sense. say well, why he wanted you to be on? Probably to torture me. You're always crabby. What's the original crabby at all? We had when we did foster care. We had several kids that were on Wellbutrin. Was one of the things prescribed. What is it supposed to do? It's an well, it is an antidepressant, okay. but it's also it's for lethargic kind of depression. So if you're depressed and you don't, you know. You don't have any motivation to do anything. Okay, Andy, I'm you take it you. because it makes they, you more. They put Andy on that as a kid to help really both help ADHD. And okay, it really, for AD, and that's that right. was not good. It gave him ticks, like facial ticks. Well, as he had far to as go off know. of it. No, it totally did. Oh, it definitely did. You were like those purple pills are giving me ticks. Andy, that, it could have been a coincidence. Andy, I don't think so. Meh. So how long, much longer should I take the uh, Wellbutrin before I can get off it completely? Well, the nice thing about Wellbutrin is you can just stop it, but I would oh, I tell Paul first. I'll just back her off. Just Yeah, just tell, well, just call Paul. Well, now that you said that, he's and, going off of it immediately. Oh. Well, I mean, oh, I'll cut it half. It's fine. any sort of drug interaction, though, that I don't know about could be a problem. Okay, so, so what should Paul. I do? Yes. So I got trazodone and I got CDB or THC. What else should I take to sleep? Um, oh, some I think just not taking the Wellbutrin will help a lot. Hon- honestly, I what I do is I take the CBD oil at night because it has a little bit of THC, and it kind of mm. gets me sleepy, and then I take my vape pen, which is full just THC. I still don't know how to do that. You don't? It's, I got a, two of them, and I don't know how to do it. Oh, because usually if I take that, I kind of get that little head high, and I'm knocked out. Mary, just from a gummy... The gummies. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, did we'll you take a break Okay, I'll tell right. you when you get back. Then I'll right back in two down. minutes. Ski-daddle. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? And X-Check, I'm going to get it today. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about X-Check. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. 
You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. Roll another. <laughs> oh, really? Uh-huh. We're playing geef music now, are we? Yeah, we're it's because I got high. <laughs> because I got high. Which I is actually anti-geef music, so. It is, yeah. You know what I want to see? You should set this up. Andy and Gelfan versus the head of pharmacology and his or her assistant at the U. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. They would blow them on their doors. Off. He they and Gelfan, no one knows more about drugs than these two. There's no question. Have a prescription, all, so. like, dance-off type thing? Exactly. They would crush the pharmacologists because well, they're cocky. I'm okay. strongly considering becoming a pharmacist. So. I think like you Considering you were going to do it, let's go. Well, I mean. How long you have to face. go? How long would you have to do it? I'm going to have to talk to one of those college people and ask like what do you i need to take I yeah exactly people. admission people i mean is it like four yeah, years like or not even well i'm already pretty much done with the first three of undergrad i just never finished um hey, why, why would you just bail with only one year to go the hell? well because i don't agree with the way academia is going well, but, i well, could agree and couldn't agree more this, this is completely separate but our first foster daughter she Going to college stopped, and she went to one of these schools where you learn how to be a you know a hairdresser. Mm-hmm. She went through the entire year and didn't take the final test. <laughs> Isn't that now amazing? that's weird. I don't know Except why people do that. Then she went, and now she's she gets seventy five to hundred bucks per cut because she's doing dogs. She, oh, so unbelievable! She knows how to use the clippers, but she's making a lot more money than oh, she would wow. ever have made sure. doing. It's like how hair. vets have to do a lot more schooling, but they make a lot more money. I don't get it, but I mean, if you want to be a pharmacist, yeah, I'd find out what the commitment is. Well, I know that the U of M is apparently the second best pharmaceutical school in the country. Really? really? What's first? I didn't the know that. Palm Beach Atlantic? Somewhere I've never heard of. But Palm um, Beach Atlantic's got a huge, great pharmacy does it? school. Yes, yeah. it does. Oh. It does, yeah. I didn't know that. But I'm also, I'm also considering becoming a research pharmacist, which I think I would like more. You Ooh, love research. research. Yeah, well, exactly. Is it no human contact? Well, that's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? A little you young go. man, my pill's a different yeah. shape. Uh-huh. The only pharmacist <laughs> that actually purple. interacts is at Walgreens. None yes. of the, the CVS ones never come down. No, no they don't. No, most of these pharmacists no, you true. never talk to unless they're the. That's true. You know, you're in a small town and they come up yeah. to the counter. Yeah. Most of them, though, you never get to talk. You talk the to the phone assistants. Phone lines are now closed. Please call back when the phone lines are open. See, that's what oh. happens when you get a pharmacist. Uh, we will. We really got to stop with this phone. Well, line. he's resetting the nuts. system, so. Who is? Who uh, is the guy who runs the? Oh, good, thank God. Um, I was just going to ask you a question. Now I can't remember what it was. Bob, what time do you have to hit the hit the door? Uh, are you having a guest coming on soon? I'll, I'll uh, just Lammers oh. is coming. Lammers, in, and I then think. yeah, he'll be he'll, he'll call in, and then we're going to have Kostaki at the end of the show. That's yeah. the end so of the show. Not we in, don't in have any hour. like guests. No. Okay, let me ask you a question. Yes. Because uh, you were there when when Jonathan Hernandez was on, yes talking about his brother Aaron, his three year younger brother who killed at least two people, probably more like three or four, ended up hanging himself in prison. He was a star. He won the national championship in college. He won the Super Bowl with the Patriots. This guy had everything going for him, but then we found out that he was gay and his family did not accept him because he was gay but he also at the end and i don't think we talked about this on the morning show he also dealt with a number of concussions going back yeah, to even did. high school yeah he did yeah and so he had i mean it was the perfect storm of it things was, that yeah. were working against this guy his That's brother horrible. sounded like he was in agony the whole time they we did. talked to him it was just so sad yeah. it was just did you hear it no, we're going to have him on at the end of the month, I believe. Oh, Jonathan? Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Really good. Just sad, though. Just yeah. really Terrible. sad. Um, but let me ask you, everybody at the table a question here. Okay. Because I'm reading more and more stories about it. If I found out, and tell me if I'm right or I'm wrong or, or what you would do. If I found out anybody in our family 
or my birth family or Catherine's birth family hit someone because of their political views, mm. I would sit down with them and go, what the hell is wrong oh, yeah. with you? Yeah. You're hitting people because they don't agree with you politically? Are you crazy? I know. This, this po- po- political rage oh, thing has got God. to end. You know, somewhat, actually, you know, Ruth Lorden, she made a point that I agree with 100%. You have race, you have age, you have, I mean, discrimination. People are being discriminated against because of their political parties now. They're not getting jobs. I, they discriminate the hell out of but me. But I mean, that should, you should be protected. Here. They need to add that as a protection. Well, like, what good does that do, though? But I, you're, why you're getting, can't we all just start being civil to each other? But you're losing jobs. This is horrible. But that's the whole, yeah, I mean, well. Well, yeah, if it's a problem that people are discriminating against race and religion and religion that's basically an opinion it is so exactly. if, if, if religion is protected then political view should be but, protected but why too. do you want to work for somebody who's going to hate your guts you know they're hire you they'll hire you because they have to because oh, yeah. you can sue them and then they'll just be jerks to you mm-hmm. the entire time that's basically the idea behind the civil rights act so okay so here here's one bit of advice i would give to people and you can pass along to your families if any of your people in your family are getting in fist fights over political arguments Run the whole thing. You have to understand, and I can tell you from personal experience because I have it. You cannot judge what someone will do to you if you hit them by looking at them. Mm-hmm. If they have a rage problem mm-hmm. like I do, I will tear you apart if you hit me. I I just lose my mind. It's I mean you've seen me do it before. Sadly, <laughs> not to you. I mean, no. out in the street. No, if you hit me, oh my God, I lose my mind. If you hit me, there'd be that'd be some rage. So I, could, I could never fall asleep you again. Know, I'll tell you that. I play the long game, man. <laughs> I can see. Can't you see bad. me punching your mom, Andy? <laughs> no, seriously. You are going to run into some person somewhere. Doesn't matter how big they are, how small they are, whatever. If they have rage issues, you're going to get your head taken off. I would not do that well, if I were you. There's that adrenaline rush, and you with the Wellbutrin, it's going to be even yeah, worse. Look at that. <laughs> right now, it'd be really bad. Don't hit people because they disagree. Because well, there was just an article. What kind of asinine thing is that I to know, do anyway? I know. It's just it's like road rage. What good is it? I mean, how is that helpful? Well. No. I had the Shane Mecklen, uh, the guy who was running for Jim Newberger's seat in the yeah, House. Yeah. He's the guy that was sucker punched. He's still dealing with issues. And this was two or three weeks ago. He he drove over to do my show last week, and he had he said I was fine for two weeks until I got on ninety four, and then everything his head started you know throbbing, and he just uh, felt really sick. Uh, and this guy, the guy that did it, should be charged with a felony. Absolutely, it should be a third, at absolutely. least a third degree felony. Why did he sucker punch him? They were talking about politics. Oh and he just punched him? He was talking to several people. Oh, God. And then oh he was God. talking to somebody else. He turned away from this guy, and the guy just sucker punched him because he didn't agree with him and his views. And this is not a guy, I mean, <sighs> having met him, he's pretty mild-mannered. He wasn't a guy that'd be in your face wait, wait, you know, wagging his finger at you. Talking about Shane Mecklen. Oh, right. Very right. even-keeled guy. He understand. punched a guy when he looked away. And from he him. went, <clears throat> not because he oh, went down and God. hit his head. That's why he has oh, problems. He's going to kill him. Well, what about Eric Clanton, the uh, Berkeley professor? Mm-hmm. There were there was some like protest or something, and uh, he ran up to some guy and hit him in the back of the head with a bike lock. Um, oh, there's video of him doing it, and he went to court and everything, and nothing happened to him. He hit somebody. He attacked somebody from behind with a bike lock, yep. and they didn't punish him. Well, he's a Berkeley professor. He's got See, the, uh, this is what the I'm cult working for you him. People, he's got the whole world in his hands. You yep. people that are that far left or that far right, you're mentally ill, is, and you need is. to go to the hospital. You're crazy. It's an industrial disease. Nothing at this is point. that important. Look, if if all of one party gets in tomorrow, I will live somehow. I'll find a way to get by. Exactly. Whether it's all Democrats or all Republicans or a mix of it, I. It, Whatever. I did that quiz that Jesus. I vote thing where you, you you actually go and you put your opinions on issues. Me, me too, actually. Just issues. Yeah, I did that too. And I am one tiny little tick to the right, which mm-hmm. I was surprised at, right. um, because I actually vote very conservatively if I don't know the whole part of the issue. Like if I just don't know what they're talking about, I'm yeah, going to say, them, I'm gonna say yeah, the most middle of the road sense. thing because I'm like, I don't know. If I don't know, I just didn't put anything well, because... That's really funny for me. I, I, and I mean, so so if you look at my little I vote thing, I'm on the left in some issues, and I'm on the right on mm-hmm. some issues, but right. very, very narrow, so, so centrist it's not even funny. 
Yep. I almost wish I was a mental case on either side. <laughs> I know. It'd be it easier seem... because yeah, because then I could that's just say nice. it's, yep. it's my cause and that's all Only there is my to it. You already exactly. know exactly <laughs> what you're supposed to believe. Exactly. No you could just lockstep with everybody else and agree with everybody and be hateful yep. as you want to be, and everything would be great. Did you vote yet? No. I'm going to tell you when to vote. Not now, this year, but I went Saturday. I had no idea until Saturday morning that they were open. There's like nobody there. You mean like your regular Every voting county, place? No, the county seat. Oh. And for me, it's in the same town in Buffalo. Yeah, I just went Buffalo. there and voted. Oh. And it was hard. I mean, there was nobody there. A few others came when we were leaving. I should look into that because I don't want to drive by and throw my ballot at them. <laughs> that would work. Oh, here you go. I did I side with is what I did. I, I think that's what Alex did. I, I think I did. Well, I side with was an MPR thing, though. So I thought that's oh, probably that's skewed. Yeah, that would be skewed. And mm-hmm. I don't know I if the I vote one is skewed or not. Are but you it left seemed of like Carl Marx? <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the deal. I took the same test, right? She leaned one tick to the right. One tiny tick. I leaned to the left. And everybody thinks I'm just conservative as hell. I took... I took the survey, and I lean a little bit, probably as much as you to the right. I lean to the left. Yeah. For Minnesota it's, governor, I agree with Jeff Johnson, 67%, and Tim Walls, 40%. So. Oh, you do? I'm like. There you go. Like middle of the line Republican, mm-hmm. I guess. I think it's funny how people are baffled that you don't choose a side. They're like, well, how can you think that way? I know, because right? Because I've never, because I've I never identified. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're, we're all into identity right now, right? But we're, everything, oh, everything we so think annoying. is supposed to be, a, you know, like a, a resume everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. I don't identify with Republicans or Democrats. Exactly. I never have. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either, but this is the first time, and I have no problem saying it. Since I moved to Minnesota, I can recall not voting for a Democrat because I, I cannot vote for people who will not denounce Keith Ellison I and his behavior. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. They, if they're what that they guy's did, disgusting. What they did to Kavanaugh, it should have followed over, and the same treatment should have gone to Ellison, where there actually is more proof. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the thing is about what's interesting is social media is just being uh, everything is pro Keith Ellison now. It is. Everything everything is. Well, they're pouring money in because they're scared to death. I can't believe how many stories which are telling everybody that he's been cleared. People are not stupid. And I think they see it for what it is. I think there's a lot of people. I know some Democrats that are not going to vote for Keith Ellison. I do. I know a lot of them that are not going to vote. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think think he has it. I think he's He's going to get trounced. Because he's got no shot. He had no shot outstate, I think, to start with because of his views. No. But here in the city, he'll do fine in the cities. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. but will. not as good as he would have. You would have thought he would have. I done. agree with that. I, 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 and I, I agree. I really wanted to. I would have voted for Walls if he had backed off and said, "I rescind the sanctuary state comment." I'll never, you know, this will never sanctuary be a sanctuary state. state. <laughs> Jesus, it's colder than hell here. You don't want to come here for sanctuary. Go somewhere else. Go to San Francisco. Well, don't don't they have to have like one message for the you know for the, the city people and one for the outer pretty much yes regions pretty i mean much. they really have to yeah, because right. it, it they're like two separate states you are correct yeah. they really are now as an example i could never vote for keith ellison or anybody that does vote for him uh, but by the same token so mike pence after the synagogue shooting reaches out to a jew to tell him how sorry he is we found out later it was a jew for jesus I mean, come on, man. Well, see, that's what the is other a Jew thing. for Jesus? If they believe in Jesus as a savior. Oh, Most Jews these, do not. These not Democrats that. that want to get Trump out and impeach him, do you really want Mike Pence as your president? I, well, exactly. I, I mean, I honestly, at least we know nuts. what we're getting with yeah. Trump. No, I, I think Pence is a bad idea. Oh, yeah, but, that would not be good. Well, I just don't see what grounds they have to impeach. They don't. They don't. Oh, but they'll still try. Yeah. It's all BS. It's uh, just, and well, that's and the like, reason I would never have voted for Ellison, even if this woman wasn't a fact, this Karen Monahan. He came, his agenda is he wants to do everything he can to impede Trump. That's not your job as Attorney General. General. No. Bill Clinton was impeached. It meant nothing. Yeah, he stayed <laughs> in office. So. Spent a lot of our money. <laughs> Spending a lot of our money to impeach him. That was, yeah, that was good. It meant nothing. We have Tim on the phone. Timmy! Let's take this away from politics for a minute. Yes, and let's do let's that. Just go to den- denigrating uh, a war hero. Oh, and I don't, Mr. Crenshaw. Let's, see, not, let's not even go that far. Let's just say you're serving. Okay, you don't have to be a hero. You're serving our country. Right. Any scumbag that has the guts, the balls, whatever, the lack thereof, of criticizing this war hero on Saturday Night Live, what a scumbag. And this comes from... 
the son of a veteran who served in a war, a man who could not talk to me about that war because there were things that tormented him for serving uh, while he was serving. Um, and then, and then, of course, I have two brothers. I have a father-in-law. I have, you know, the military history runs deep. And uh, needless to say, I was seething um, when I read this Hollywood Reporter article, which in a strange sort of way went after him. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, you would think that they would, would somewhat make excuses for this Pete Davidson, but they did not. Um, but my God, what, you know, and then he says, well, I'm going to throw in a Democrat here so it looks fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after that, he went after Cuomo or whatever. But he even, you know, he frames it like, well, so it looks fair. So he even knows that it's BS. We got to take a quick so, break. Yeah, we'll, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard, here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. So Timmy... So Timmy... (laughs) Yes... Um, do you I, want to... I'm all I'm all cool from that rant now. <laughs> well, no, I, I just you know I was just talking while we're at break, and then we'll get around to uh, of course Bohemian Rhapsody. But there's a headline on uh, MSN right now that says Veteran says Pete Davidson shouldn't apologize. Well, it turns out that Veteran says he shouldn't apl- apologize to him. The Veteran is Dan Crenshaw, and he says I don't. I don't need his apology. He shouldn't apologize for the joke. Also, they're trying to make it sound like some other veteran was yeah. getting... Yeah, that is weird that they wouldn't say Crenshaw <sighs> says, yeah, because that's what well, you matters. You know what? Here, here's my feeling about apologies now, because, you know, it seems like everybody can be absolved simply by saying they're sorry. Right. And, um, you know what? The, the, these apologies are really becoming empty. Mm-hmm. You know? Never apologize. They're empty. They're empty gestures, and you know the damage has been done. I mean, he's got, you know, whatever Pete Davidson was striving to achieve, he achieved it. He got all of us talking. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I I apologize, and I do sincerely mean this. I mean, I probably could have gone on for days, and I'm glad that you went to the break. I, I, I guess you know I anybody that's sensible will understand where I'm coming from, and I don't need to rant about it for an hour for people to get the point. So yeah, but yeah, um, you know, good thing is there are happy things in our lives, and and I have to tell you, I went to Bohemian Rhapsody again, which I gave an 8.5 huh. uh, on the KQ Morning Show, but I went again on Saturday with my wife and my oldest daughter. And uh, the tears started coming around the time Freddie revealed that he had AIDS, and they didn't stop all the way through the live AIDS concert. They didn't stop afterward. (laughs) You know, it is such an emotional experience, man. And, I mean, and the reason you cry, I mean, yes, you cry out of sadness, but you also cry at the fact that this guy had such an incredible attitude about, don't waste your tears for me, do not pity me. I am going to spend the rest of my life making music, and that's the focus. That's where it's going to be. I'm going to live. 
Sure. And that's, I guess that's why I was so touched, because it was true. I mean, if you look on the Internet, and there's a video called These Are the Days of Our Lives. This man was very gaunt. Um, he could barely stand. Uh, he, he did everything to the best of his abilities to the very, very end. So he, that was true, what he said in the movie, um, that uh, he did live. And, 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 and I'm inspired by that, and I think that's why I got so so emotional with the whole thing. No, I understand that. I, everybody I know that's seen that movie loved it. Everybody. I, I think I'm going to go see it Thursday. Well, uh, Catherine, you got to bring Tom with you. I'm not um, going to be there. You he, be he doesn't go see sad things. He cries openly, <laughs> weeps like a baby. Oh. So he's embarrassed. But would you agree, Cassie, because... Um, I mean, we screened it, you and mm-hmm. I and, and Dave and my uh, youngest son. And um, they're, 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 they're happy tears, I guess you can say, in a way. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's inspiring, you know. That's, that's what I took from it. Nice. Anyway. I like that. Well, it's, it's nice to see in the movie. I mean, if you're not a Queen fan, that's fine. But just to see his ambition and how he really wanted to portray his creative creative uh, creativity there it words is. are hard today it's monday um through his music <laughs> um yeah no kidding i'm just sitting over here listening to queen um, but no i mean it, it was nice to see that because he what uh freddie was a private person mm-hmm. He had that kind of British kind of snippy humor to him, yeah. which I like. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Kind of that condescending humor, but um, he portrayed it very well. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of nice to see what he actually went through to get to where he was. Yeah. And um, the struggles that he had, especially dealing with his sexuality and everything, which they don't overly do in the movie, which I thought was perfect. Yeah, because you think, I mean, that was a while back. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was probably way tougher. Yeah, it was. I mean, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he, wa- he wasn't gay. He was bisexual. Um, Freddie. Oh, I didn't know he was bisexual. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he was, actually, he was engaged well, to a woman yeah, for a while. I mean, Mary, they, yeah. They, they, they approach it from a couple different angles. I mean, he mm-hmm. said... Mary Austin, I think I'm bisexual, and, and Mary Austin says, "No, Freddie, you're gay." Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. But see, he loved her so much, and even after he told her and broke this news to her about you know having struggles with his sexuality, he's in the movie. They said he still wanted her to wear the ring because oh, she yeah. was the only person in his life that he really cared about and knew oh. that cared about him nice. for him, not for being Freddie Mercury, lead singer of Queen. Right. She loved find. him yeah. as a person, yeah. and he didn't want to lose that, even though they didn't have that sexual connection. So I thought that was brilliant how they portrayed that in the movie as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really does cover quite a bit, and it is two hours and fifteen. But you know, not the sort of long two hours and fifteen minutes I could have done with a lot more, to be honest with you. Just because, really? Yeah, they hit all the highlights, um, but you just want so much more because you know the. You know, in 15 years, you got a lot of story to pack in. Um, and, yes, I did complain um, about, you know, the timeline issues mm-hmm. yeah. when uh, I did my review on KQ, and, and I let that all go the second time around. You know, I, I realized that, you know what, as long as Queen said it was cool, I mean, as long as Roger Taylor and, and Brian May said it was cool, um, you know, hey, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's tell the best story possible to encapsulate this remarkable person's life and their life too. I mean, we get we get a good uh, good look at, at Roger, Brian, and, and uh, John Deacon, and uh, you know, not their personal lives necessarily, but yeah, you know. So yeah, it's a, it's a remarkable movie. Well, I can't wait to see it. Oh, the guy that plays Brian May. Oh my gosh, he looks just like him. Really, and just like his eyes and everything. It was phenomenal. I'm like, whoa, this is weird. Is he unpleasant in the movie? No, actually, he's a pretty nice guy in the movie. No, it's not really Brian. <laughs> I know. <what> you're doing, <laughs> Every time I've ever talked to Brian May, he's got this attitude. It's just unbelievable. It's that, it's that intelligent uh, yeah, he thinks he's a lot. Yeah, he thinks he's a lot yeah. more intelligent than he actually oh, is. Yeah. He's well, not, he's you know, though, I'm, I was thinking what you were saying about Steve Jobs and people like that and, and uh, Ty Cobb and... The, Whose level their brains think on a different level because this guy is truly a um, an astrophysicist or a yeah, rocket scientist. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. So he might. Who knows? Maybe he gets frustrated with people who because 
But yeah, I can see what you're saying where people, some people just come off saying they think they're smarter than other people. But yeah, so, but yeah, he comes off, they all come off pretty good, but there are skirmishes in the band. I mean, they don't shy away from that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which no, is great. True, I mean, yeah. this isn't a rose-colored look at his life. There, there, there are definite uh, demons that Freddie has and issues that the band have, you know, with each other, et cetera, et cetera. And and Deacon, I guess I'm glad to hear a little bit more about him because he's been the silent guy all these years. And just for trivia, Cassie, because I know you're a big fan of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, little Timmy from Jurassic Park mm-hmm. yeah, plays John Deacon. Yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, I was so looking at him, and like, pretty cool. his face looks for like there's a familiar, a familiar look to his face, and I'm looking at him, and then I think Dave pointed it out to me. I'm like, oh my god, it is him! Remember in the yeah, first Joe Jurassic Mandela. Park, the little boy, yeah. the brother? Yep, yep, yep. that's him. <laughs> it's like uh, last night we were watching Will and Grace. We had it DVR'd, mm-hmm. and you know Martha Kelly, who's been on this show mm-hmm. quite a few mm-hmm. times. All of a sudden, it's like. That's Martha Kelly. Oh, she was on uh, Will and Grace. Yeah. She was on oh. Will and Grace, she and she a, was hilarious. She was so oh, funny. I think she we was have great. it. Great. Yeah, I think we have a DVR'd. She she tries to deliver the the specials on the menu. Yeah, she's, she's a waitress. waitress. Tries to deliver the, every time somebody interrupts her, she starts over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got it's it memorized phenomenal. in order. <laughs> Martha's the greatest. And she does that underplayed, you know, she delivery. Does, yeah. It's just great. She's terrific. Yeah, yeah, There's something know. weird about Brian May. What he campaigns against the hunting of foxes and the culling of badgers. Are those like a thing, what? or is this the culling of seventeen fifty still? He's an odd duck. I'm yeah, just like, telling yeah, you. Are fox hunts really that uh, that um, big of a thing anymore? I think probably in Britain. Yeah. But no, I don't think they can do live fox hunts anymore. I think they've been outlawed. I don't know if what if some countries still have it, but they yeah they do a drag thing instead. Uh, let's see it. Is yes banned in England, Wales, and Scotland. So, so why that's what is he I told protesting you. it if they don't even do it anymore? Unless there's a lot of poaching. I'm just telling you, he has got he's got this attitude like he has mm. to disagree with everyone. Yeah. He's one of those. Well, guys. like uh, you know, Tom and I've heard uh, this guy interviewed. You've interviewed him before too. Um, uh, well, all of them are, are pretty opinionated, but uh, Graham Nash. Graham, Graham, I get along with Graham really, really well because he was, you know, the capital. Very and, opinionated. Oh, he's very opinionated. <laughs> so is Stephen Still, so is uh, David Crosby. Those guys are very, very opinionated people, but they carry themselves well. Although the last time I had Stephen Stills on the KQ Morning Show, somebody butted into the conversation, and Stephen goes, Stephen Stills goes, "Hey, why don't you shut up? I'm trying to do an interview with Tom here." <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom, baby. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, look, I, look, in Brian May's defense, I could not stand to do a radio tour because I've heard most radio people interview somebody. They are horrible at it. Mm-hmm. Not The only reason I can interview people is I, you know, fight for two two words with Catherine. She's always yapping, so I can't get a word in. Har, 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 har. So you know what I'm saying. Uh, no, it's... it's uh, I, I think know. I think Brian May would do better in this type of format interview versus like a morning so. show yep, because you're going boom 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 from radio station to radio station and you probably have to deal with a lot of idiots you know and <laughs> no, morning radio. Here's, here's one yep. question right here: What was Freddie Mercury like? I mean that that's yep. the depth of it. They're questioning something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, on, I do. Man. I do have an answer for you on that one because a friend of mine walked in on him once and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's in, the only reason that's interesting. Look, I don't care what you do with your genitals or your whatever. I couldn't care less. I would, if somebody walked in to talk to me, stop doing it while I was talking to him, though. Because <laughs> he, he was playing the bagpipes, and he didn't stop during the whole time he was talking to my friend. Oh. He kept playing the bagpipes a, while he's talking to him. It's like, what? What? <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was really awkward. And again, I'm not judging them. Do whatever you want to do. It's your business. But could you just back off for one minute while I'm asking you a question so not everything is garbled, if you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't imagine that. It's like talking with <laughs> food whoa, in your mouth. Okay, great. That's <laughs> wonderful. Gee, I wonder why he died young. Yeah, he took a lot of chances. He took yeah, a he lot sure did. of chances. Well, they didn't have, I mean, they didn't have the education that they no. had today either. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, when did he die? 91. 
Yeah, God, by, now, by then they knew. Twenty-seven years. They knew that Man. at least that homosexual men got it a lot. So it doesn't take but a genius. But that was only to, wasn't that only because of well, I thought not just gay men, but everybody who has anal sex. I thought is what they decided. And well, not all eventually, gay people have anal but sex. at the time in 1991. What the pattern was was that it was almost all gay men. So well, they obviously, call, gay uh, yeah. sex would be what causes it. Well, that's what they thought. I mean, that's they, what even, they, thought, they so. even referred to it as the gay plague, which was not a very nice thing to be yeah. doing. But. First name was Grids, gay-related immunodeficiency syndrome. Oh, that's right, it was. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, re- the reason why it was uh, became rampant in the gay community is because a lot of them had, you know, sexual relations, you know behind the scenes so they were very promiscuous and it's almost mm-hmm. like they had a second life because they couldn't yeah, be openly gay so it was well, like this private yeah, I thing be tougher, yeah. and they would have like parties yeah. because right, this was the right. only place they could be themselves be accepted, so yeah. they had like yeah, multiple sense. partners and that makes sense and again you know in the film i mean they they definitely show that part of freddie where you know he you know went out there and and through caution to the wind, really. But again, I think what I admire about, you know, the way they portrayed him, anything that I've read, you know, Freddie uh, accepted responsibility, never played himself as a victim. And again, right. His, right. Whole, his whole idea was to, okay, I got this, I'm dying, and I'm not going to pity, you know, myself. I'm not going to feel sorry for myself here. I'm going to live. And, well. you know, that was great. That That's that's, again, that's the inspiring thing. I will tell you, you know, this. So, Catherine will, will tell you this as well. A very, very close friend of mine died of AIDS in 1988, was it, Catherine? I think 88, so. 89, something like that. Uh, we were very, very close friends. He got AIDS, and um, there was never any discussion, was he gay or was he not gay? Nobody cared about that whole thing. I don't think he was, but... Could have been a drug thing. Could have been a drug thing. Could have been... Anytime there's bloodletting, there was a... Per, you know, there was a a possibility you could get AIDS. Mm-hmm. But um, I got a call from his mother, and she said, would you come over and help me with something? And I said, yeah, sure. Because I'd known her since I was a teenager, right? And she said, would you come over and help me give give him a bath? I said, yeah, absolutely. She said, because nobody else will touch him. I said, well, why won't wow. they touch him? Because people didn't know. Because they didn't know. But I didn't know. But I went over there and, and turned him over and did everything that she wanted me to do so she could give him a bath. And it never entered in my mind that I was, you know, oh, my God, I'm going to die from this. It just, I don't know. It just didn't seem like the right thing to do to tell my friend's mother, forget it, I'm not coming over there. You know what I mean? It just didn't seem right. Well, you know, I was over there for, what, two nights, and then he died. Yeah, it was, you know, but I mean, everybody was terrified. I mean, for a yeah, while there, I mean, but there was so, I, I, a friend of mine, she was a internist in Manhattan when the epidemic hit. Yeah. And people were, she said people were literally dropping dead oh, they and they were, had yeah. no yeah, they idea were. why. So yep. when that hit, everybody was like, who knows? Is this an airborne thing? They right, didn't have any right. idea where it was coming from. That's true. It took quite some time to figure it out. Timmy, can you stay for another segment in the next hour? Oh, you got to sure. go. Absolutely. Again, okay. No, we'll take no, a, I'm fine. Okay, we'll take a break and be back in about five minutes if that's all right with you. Yes, sir. Tom Bernard Show.